8.40, 20 minutes until the top of the hour at 9 o'clock as formal charges have been filed now against the suspected gunman in the Independence Day parade shooting in suburban Chicago. He's accused of firing off more than 70 shots. He had legally bought five weapons, including the high-powered rifle that was used in the attack, despite authorities being called to his home twice in 2019 for threats of violence and suicide, according to police. Live team coverage takes us to Washington. There are renewed calls every time we have a mass shooting in America, and especially a around an event like the 4th of July and the peace of the Independence Day celebrations in communities all across the country. Fox's Jared Halpern, uh, is there a certain storyline that's beginning to develop in these days since the massacre in uh, the suburb of Chicago? I mean, from a legislative standpoint, I don't think so, right? Because there's not going to be the, the type of of votes that they would need. We, we went through this after Uvalde. Congress passed uh, the most significant piece of gun legislation that it has passed in about 30 years uh, with a, a pretty narrow focus on particularly mental health and being able to access uh, juvenile records as it relates to background checks. Um, yesterday, Vice President Harris uh, had a pre-planned trip to Chicago. She went up to Highland Park. Uh, she did say in her remarks that uh, we'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms uh, of uh, being smarter in the country for who has access, uh, in particular, to assault weapons. We'll take this seriously. But, uh, again, the idea of an assault weapons ban, as it was sort of uh, done uh, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, is not something that's going to get 60 votes in the Senate. It's not something that was even on the table as uh, lawmakers from a bipartisan standpoint negotiated what ultimately became uh, this gun safety bill signed into law last month by President Biden. Uh, and it's not something that is going to get 60 votes moving forward. So in its current environment, it seems unlikely that Congress is going to be able to do much more. I think it obviously you know, may become an election issue and, um, you know, it may spark some conversations at the local and state level of government. One story that is developing today, and we heard your uh, reporting on it earlier, an Obama-era immigration policy lands before a federal court today? This is DACA. This is that 10-year-old policy, right, the deferred uh, action uh, for childhood arrivals. This was a policy, an executive order that President Obama uh, put into uh, uh, order um, that shields young immigrants uh, who were brought to the country illegally from deportation. Uh, the Trump administration in 2017 tried to end the program. Federal courts said that they could not do it, sort of on the technicalities of how they wanted to end it and how it had been implemented. Uh, Texas uh, has continued to, to challenge the legality of this. A lower federal court uh, did not end the program, but has blocked the federal government from renewing it. In other words, there cannot be new um, uh, new people apply and, and be admitted this uh, deportation protection. The Obama, uh, excuse me, the Biden administration has now uh, challenged uh, that they want this appealed and, and they want to be able to continue the program. That is what will be in front of uh, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, today. Listen for updates as the story develops into the midday and afternoon drive, 3 to 6 on the Sean Hannity Show. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington with us every weekday morning.